Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the Under Gun Line podcast where we just chop it up and shoot the breeze like we would out in the field. So go on and pop a squat because it's about to get hot. You are on the gun line now. For those of you coming here for the first time, thank you. Uh, do me a quick favor if you could just subscribe to the channel, slap a, a, a thumbs up if you dig it, thumbs down if you don't dig it. Definitely hit that bell for all notifications on YouTube. That way you know when I drop the new content, whether it's the podcast like today, the word on the streets like yesterday, or later on this afternoon, the Vepro reactions. Anywho, uh, I got to do a two-minute intro. It's been 52 seconds. It's the way that YouTube does the algorithm. So that way it makes sure I'm not saying anything inappropriate or whatnot. With that said, it is five in the morning right now, hence why I'm kind of whispering um, and using my sexy ass, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, very white voice here. But um, nah, man, I just thank y'all for being here with me today. Um, woke up at 3.30. Uh, for some reason, a lot of us veterans have a tendency of waking up around 3, 3.30 in the morning. I don't know if it's our demons that we're fighting. You know what I'm saying? But um Either way, I'm here, y'all. I'm here. So today, uh, let's talk politics, y'all. I was hoping to have uh, the homeboy Lopez squared, but um, unfortunately, I'm sure you know he has um, he has wife, kids, and things get a little difficult. And um, how can I put this? Logistically, it's hard to get folks, you know, last minute. So I completely understand um, that he wasn't able to make it. I wanted to get political with him because I know that he's one of the dudes that talk politics. I know I have others out there. I have uh, compos who would easily have jumped on. But um, I like getting different perspectives. You know what I mean? So anywho, with that being said, man, you're just going to hear me ramble for maybe the next 20 minutes. Keep it nice, short, and brief, you know about stuff that's on my mind politically. Uh, we are in 2024, which is an election year, presidential election year, I should uh, say, because a lot of folks out there need to wake up and realize that if you really want to make any change, you need to start voting, voting. I'm sorry, I'm still waking up, y'all. You need to start voting at the local level. You know what I'm saying? It needs to start being done within your own community. And then, you know, and don't just fall for the okie doke like I did growing up, uh, which was basically in my community where I grew up at. I used to go vote at this church called Mother of Sorrows. And um, the ladies there, they would assist me and they would tell me, yeah, you want to want to vote for this person and vote for that person and vote for this person, which they were all Democrats, you know, and I didn't know any better. I really didn't. I was just following uh whatever directions they gave me you know i didn't become more i don't want to say savvy but involved uh, until i was in the military uh, which exposed me to a much different perspective of life as well as a broader view of the country anyways um what i do want to start off with saying is can we as a country really not find any candidates 
that are under the age of 62? Is it really that difficult? I mean, look, I'm not a huge fan of Mr. Trump or President Trump. Uh, however, I do think that he did do a decent job at being a president of this country. I do think that he's an idiot that says things that um, are very stupid, you know, putting down POWs, um, saying shit that doesn't, that shouldn't be accepted, especially by the veteran community. You know what I mean? However, comma, um, why I may not agree with a lot of things that he says, it doesn't just write him off for me because the opposition, that dude talks to ghosts and um, forgets where he's at half the time. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Mexico and um, is at the border, not of the U.S., but of, of Israel. Uh, according to him, you know, because President Sisi, you know, of Mexico. If you know, you know. Um, I'm not going to break that down for y'all. You know what's on the upside? I saw that um, that the Daily Show has brought Jon Stewart back. Thank God. You know, the Daily Show, it's not the best place to get your news from, but at least it's a place that I can uh, laugh at it while I'm getting some sort of um, biased information. <laughs> but yeah, man, we got uh, crazy Joe Biden, who's going to be running, versus crazy Donald Trump. Dude, if it's the lesser of two evils, as it always is, it's going to have to be Trump on my end, you know. But there's so many better options out there. So many better options. But really... You got RFK, uh, who I think is a better option, personally, uh, just simply by what I hear him talk about on the podcast, all right? I don't do a lot of digging and research. I just go off of the best lies. And right now, I mean, he, I'm believing half the shit that he's, more than half the shit that he says versus the other candidates. I would have loved to see Tulsi Gabbard, uh, you know, throw herself in the ring, but I think if any of these idiots that are going to run um, have half a brain, they would at least get her in as either VP or somebody in their cabinet because she does have experience. She's young, veteran, minority, in both senses as female and race-wise. So you would have support there. But then again, you have the loonies that are far left that say that she was a Russian uh, asset. So, so dumb. So dumb. But yeah, I'm just tired of it, dude. Uh, we gotta have, don't, God forbid we get like Newsom out of um, California. Y'all done seen what he done to Cali, you know? But unfortunately, you're gonna have those that are never Trumpers that can't get over um, the grab them by the pussy comment, you know, or those that miss understood maybe the comments of 
they're sending, uh, you know, whatever criminals and whatnot. Anywho, it's just, um, it's just, it's just crazy. We need to have like a, a serious, serious discussion as a country and stop going with emotions to the polling or to, to go vote and start using your freaking head. All right. You need to worry about the future of this country. Worry about like whatever a president does these next four years that are coming up, it's going to be for the benefit of our children's children or for the detriment of our children's children. But at the end of the day, honestly, what I would like to hear are more policies regarding our country versus foreign policy. What do I mean by that, y'all? I'm talking about Ukraine, for example. Why are we sending them money? Why are we sending them supplies to a system in the fight versus Russia? You know, um, honestly, it's not our business. It's really not our business. Um, there's a whole, whole other half of a continent there called Europe, right? You know, Western Europe that could be backing up, said Ukraine. Yet, we're the ones footing the bill for this. Why do we not see what's going on within our, within our own neighborhoods, within our own communities? Do we not see what's going on within our school systems? You know, um, the homelessness. You know, I'm not about... I have a heart, y'all, believe it or not. I have a heart. I'm about helping people get on their feet, all right? I'm, a, I'm against providing for people who don't want to help themselves or who haven't helped themselves, all right? So what do I mean by that? We have a lot of people out there that are homeless due to either mental issues or drug issues. And um, sure, you have a lot out there that are there out of um, their own self. No, because they want to be there. You know what I mean? Look, I'm not the most articulate motherfucker here. But what I'm saying is you got people that live out there who got there because of certain decisions that they made. And sometimes you just need assistance to get on your feet. And that's all they need. Now, that's where I differ with the right at times, you know, because I think that you should give people a, a hand up. Now, where I differ from the left is where I don't believe in maintaining them forever. Not only that, here's my thoughts about welfare and stuff like that. Once you get on your feet, you pay back what you uh, were provided. Think about it as a a no interest loan. You know what I mean? Cause you're going to be paying back in taxes if your work would start working. So I just think we need to help people out. We could build communities for, for the homeless folks, 
and just hold them to a standard. But what happens? You know, greed, greed comes in. Uh, people will start misallocating funds. And unfortunately, that's just how a, the human being is. You know what I mean? It's hard to find people that are honorable because I think we've lost what having self-pride and honor are gone. It's just non-existent anymore. Just look a look at alone at our military. It used to be something honorable to do was to serve. And now, which I can't blame the younger generation after they saw that we spent 20 years at war and and just handed it back to them like it was nothing. Anyways, I know I'm getting all over the place with this and I apologize ahead of time, man. It's like I said, it's five in the morning right now here in San Antonio on this wonderful 13th of February. And um, I'm just trying to get this knocked out as well. I'm just giving you some thoughts in my head, man. I appreciate you for still here with me. Uh, but yeah, Ukraine, let's, let's stay out of that fight, man. It's not our business. It's really not our business. Which out of all those countries are going to help us if we had some kind of internal uh, issue, you know, within our own country? Just saying. And how would they help us? I mean, you can't. You ever had that rich family member or not even rich, but that uh, family member that's well off and pretty much can afford anything they want and have everything they want and need. But, you know, when Christmas time comes, you have no idea or their birthday what to get them. That's kind of what the U.S. is. All right. We're that uh, we're that rich uncle or cousin that um, when it's when it's time to hook us up with something, what are we what are we going to what? can you give us that we don't already have you know so i honestly think some bases can be closed out in europe you know what i mean uh i get it we gotta have a a place to land at in order to strategically hit different locations if needed but uh, I really think that we need to just mind our business. You know, what were we told as kids, man? You know, um, by our parents, by our family members. Mind your own damn business. And you know what? That was solid advice. You know, and it seems that our family households knew how to stretch a dollar better than the government did, too. Because you know what? We were able to pay our bills on time. We made it happen somehow or another. Unfortunately, the U.S. can't do that either. You know, um, how much debt are we in? And, um, yeah, maybe the U.S. government needs to fall back on the old values from home. Mind your business. Don't overspend. Live within your means. You know, because if you keep printing out this paper, phony, funny money, it it devalues it. When you have too much of something, it loses its worth. So uh, that's just my thoughts. And then what happens next? And then we got Israel. Again, I don't know what this whole relationship that we have with Israel, pretending that they're not. Uh, committing atrocities out there. And that this is probably going to not get pushed out because I'm speaking um, ill 
against our government, but whatever. Um, and we need to mind our business once again. You know, before it was Israel, it was Palestine. Got it. Were there no Jews living in Palestine at the time? Were they not living in relative harmony as compared to now? I'm just saying, you know, what about equal representation for the the Palestinians? You know, um, they hate each other. They've always hated each other. They will always hate each other. There's nothing we can do about that. It's not our business. You know, Israel and Palestine are those brothers that are stepbrothers or half-brothers that just don't get along because they got different daddies and um and big mama over here is trying to maintain the peace. But every time they see each other, it's like hate between them. But they don't get along because, you know, you get, they got different daddies. And my daddy's better than your daddy. Well, my daddy will beat your daddy up. It's always going to be like that, man. You know where I learned that at? In Iraq. You know where I learned that at? In Afghanistan. Now, am I saying that it's just uh, the Muslim people that are are like that, that are um, aggressive towards others? No, I've seen some footage of the Israelis, the or the Palestinian Jews, per se, um, just taking uh, Palestinians out of their home in their West Bank, uh, saying, no, this is our property now. So, but the reason I bring up uh, that I saw it in Iraq and in Afghanistan was because you can see the, the difference in how within their own religion, you have the Shias and you have the Sunnis, and they don't get along either. You know, it's this whole tribalism. That's all it is, is tribalism, you know. Same thing with uh with Latinos. Think about it like that. It's like Latinos. We try to unite. We try to say we're all you no know, raza. But there's some people that are hellbound on saying that raza is only Mexican. Yet the only thing that divides a Mexican from a Guatemalan, from a Salvadoran, from a Nicaraguan, from a South American, you know, Colombian, Venezuelan, you know it's the only thing that changes us or divides us? Imaginary borderlines that were created uh, during the the conquest. All right, I'm not gonna say discovery during the conquest when uh, when they, the conquistadores came and uh, fuck shit up, you know. So, anywho, um, it's kind of the same thing with the Israelis and the Palestinians if you think about it. Imaginary borderlines. You know, we're all one people, one people who religion, I guess, seems to be the biggest driving force in division. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. I guess if I was atheist, I would say it's it's either imaginary lines or an imaginary being that keeps us divided. But I'm not an atheist. I am Christian. Just throwing that out there. All right. So that leads me to to Europe again, to Europe and um and the Ukraine. 
why can't Europe be the one that sends the armament needed, the finances needed for Ukraine to support itself? I don't understand. If they really want to assist that bad, why is it that the U.S. has to be the person that goes out there and, and foots the bill? Because what ends up happening is we end up, as soon as they scratch us, we're taking them out. You know, look what happened with them Houthis. I'm not saying that what they did was a scratch because it wasn't. They took out three of our service members. So what did we do? We didn't bomb the shit out of them. But what's that doing? It's getting us closer and closer to another conflict that we have nothing to do with. Absolutely nothing to do with. All right. If I'm wrong, hey, put it in the comments. Let me know down, down in the comments, all right? Or you can hit me up on the gunline at gmail.com. Put the subject in there, wrong about the conflict, and, um, or wrong about Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? Put that in, um, in the topics. But, yeah, dude, um, I, just, I just don't understand why Europe can't. It's got a lot of countries there, you know? They used to fucking fight all the time, right? Be kingdoms and stuff like that. Well, let them go fight or let them support Ukraine however they want. But let's stay out of it, bro. What is NATO other than just the reserves for the for the army? That's all it or the U.S. military. That's all it is. That's all it is. We're big ass bullies. That's all it is. And if we think that Russia is going to keep advancing, then Europe needs to stand up for itself. You know what I mean? We can't be there for them if we can't even be here for ourselves. You think that the U.S., its service members, or those that are trying to be recruited, want to go fight for something that is not beneficial to us? There ain't no oil there for us. But hey, what do I know, man? Only 10 years in the Army, medically retired, but whatever. I'm just a dumbass who stayed on the gun line, y'all. I'm that vet bro, baby. Anywho, what I would love to see, though, is all those funds that are being provided to these unnecessary conflicts that we're involved in be allocated instead for... Maybe opening more schools um, in certain areas, uh, developing the education or developing a better education for our students. Instead of teaching them societal uh, issues, teach them, yeah, history. And I get it with that. There's, you know, um, those that win are the ones that get to write the history, right? Look, man, there's always been an issue with people talking about hiding American history. Look, let's teach history the way it is. But not only that, y'all, teach the core shit that's needed, all right? History, math, science, and maybe social studies. I think those are the only core classes needed, right? Teach only the classes that you need to pass the GED test. Only teach those classes, all right? Make those the core classes needed to, to, to be taught. And after that, teach trades that can be used because you know what in the future granted they might not want to be a plumber 
when they get older, they want to be, you know, a lawyer or a doctor, which is all gravy. But you know what? It'll save them money in having to hire a plumber. Now, they if they financially can afford a plumber and want to go get one, cool, go for it. But at least you have the background knowledge on not to get scammed. You know what I'm saying? Teach them basic electricity. You know what I mean? Teach them basic plumbing, electricity, uh, I would say auto mechanics, but nowadays everything is so computerized. But maybe, maybe, maybe um, the schools can get, or the government, which they already are in bed with, uh, with GM, for example, um, maybe GM could start a trade uh, where they teach them how to use, how to fix automotive vehicles on their end. You know what I mean? So that it, maybe it could get like an internship when they graduate, go work for GM. I'm just saying, I'm trying to look for a pipeline that takes them from school to work versus school to more school and college or universities that are a waste of time for degrees that mean nothing nowadays. Now, if you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, something of that sort, I understand the necessity of a degree because you have to get advanced studies. But, you know, for some people, it's not colleges and everything, you know, what a college degree has somehow become the new high school diploma, you know. And last but not least, can, can we start being patriotic and proud of our country again? At least let's start getting in the way of rebuilding our country to be something to be proud of. All right. Let's not confuse our government with our country. Our government ain't shit because it's supposed to be of, by, and for the people. But it's not. It's of, by, and for the money. And that's where I'll end this podcast. If you've been rocking with me this whole time, I appreciate you. I uh, hope you dug this episode. Like I said, man, hit me up in the comments. Uh, hit me up on the social medias. I'm on Instagram. I am on TikTok. I am on Facebook. All right, those are the ones that I, I mess with the most. So anyways, I hope this uh, was just a quick quick hit for y'all. I uh, don't have really much else. It's 530 in the morning. I got to start getting these kids up and ready to get them out to school. With that said, rounds complete and the mission. Gunline out. March order, y'all. Deuces.